Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. One of the fights that we fight on this podcast is for you and others that work with you to see and respect you as a business. It's the same thing in as, you know, love, right? You hear that piece of advice and like when you start loving yourself, that's when you see love return to you. It's the same thing in professionalism and in the professional world. When you start respecting yourself as a professional, respecting your work, others will respect that too. There will be no questions asked. But you have to start, it starts with you, right? It starts with each of us. And that being said, on a daily basis, I see advice given to influencers oftentimes by people that position themselves as credible experts that completely denounces seeing an influencer as a business and completely like shatters a creator's worth. And one of those pieces of advice that I absolutely hate and I, it, it truly makes my skin crawl when I see people recommending this, especially influencer experts, supposedly, is that you need to be accepting three to five gifted collaborations when you just start working at, working with brands um, to, quote-unquote, build your resume. First of all, gifted collaborations are a sin, Okay. <laughs> When I mean when I say gifted collaborations, I don't mean seeding opportunities. I don't mean getting a product with no obligation to post. That's what seeding means. Um, a gifted collaboration usually comes with certain kind of strings attached and certain obligations to post that content. Um, and some brands are even audacious enough to attach creative briefs to gifted collaborations, which is even more mind-boggling to me. But... A gifted collaboration is the influencer's version of an unpaid internship. Like, we'll give you a gift and then maybe we'll decide if we want to work with you. No. No trial assessments. No no assign, little homework assignments to see if I'm worth working with. No. You either figure that out immediately or find, go find somebody else. And the sad part, they always do. They always go find somebody else to accept this gifted collaboration because this piece of advice keeps being perpetuated over and over and over. And it, it, it just, it, it's incredibly unfortunate because as an influencer, not only do you operate like any other traditional brand or business, but moreover, 
you have a value that other brands and businesses, traditional brands and businesses do not have. And that is you are the face of your own brand, meaning that you instantly create human connection and human connection converts like nothing else. Even, you know, for someone who has a traditional business like myself, getting on calls with people is the thing that converts a a client for me over just emailing them and not having any human interaction. Content is the thing that brings somebody to apply to become a signed talent or book a personal branding session with me or join my influencer membership. Like those are, it's all seeing you on the internet And having that human-to-human connection with you. That's what an influencer business is. It's a human-to-human business. It's incredibly, it is incredibly unique to other traditional brands and businesses. And that's exactly why they come to you. Is because they don't have a, a human really connection with their clients and consumers. That's why they need influencers. You're a huge asset to them. And to trade that for a gift is disrespectful to your personal brand because now that's exactly what they have access to in perpetuity is your personal brand. They can access that forever in a gifted collaboration because that's what you sign. You sign it over forever. Those are always the terms. So now not only do they have access to your content and they can use that forever and ever, but they also have access to your likeness and to your reputation and your credibility and your personal brand. And that is your biggest asset as a creator. Um, and so the a long-term or even short-term, depending on how downhill the brand's reputation is going, is that should something happen, like some sort of scandal or, you know, some sort of catastrophe erupt within the brand, you are now associated with that. Because many moons ago, somebody told you that you need to have three to five gifted collaborations before you start accepting paid ones to build your resume. And with that comes signing off the rights to access your personal brand and associate with you. And that's why I don't like gifted collaborations. Because they're disrespectful. (laughs) They don't pay, obviously. But they're also disrespectful to you as a creator. And, And let's talk about the concept of building your resume, okay? For some reason, the the there's so much stress on like building your resume as a creator as if somebody really cares that much about your resume. Your resume... In other words, your media kit, right, is only as valuable as your ability to convert for the brands that you listed on in your media kit. Let me say that again. Your, the, the value in putting brands in your media kit is that you were able to convert for them. If you weren't able to convert for those brands, there's no point of putting them in your media kit. So if you accepted a gifted collaboration with Merit, who is a brand that loves to do these, um, and I don't even mind saying that, 
because like what you gonna do say no I have receipts um (laughs) clearly I'm really salty about this no but if you were to put that you you know worked with merit even on a gifted basis and you were not able to convert for them or draw you know sales or brand awareness or whatever there is absolutely no point in putting that in your media kit and usually the gifted collaborations I mean let's be really honest like you probably would work harder if you were getting paid a lot more because there's a little bit more on the line there right you have to maybe prove yourself a little bit more you have to like the like upkeep a relationship like there's more at stake if you're getting paid for something as opposed to if you're getting paid with gifts so chances are the collaborations that are going to be your strongest anyway are the ones in which you got paid because there's more to lose (laughs) so you shouldn't even be putting brand collaborations in your media kit for the sake of having a collection of brand logos like like you're some pin collector. <laughs> but you should be putting the brands that you worked with in your media kit the, that you genuinely think that those collaborations were successful. In order to figure out if those collaborations were successful, you ask the brand at the very beginning, like, what, is this, what does success look like to you here? I want to be able to support you in that. And then they tell you and then you're able to either create case studies out of that or share a little bit more information in your media kit about how you were able to help those brands achieve the success metrics that they expressed to you. And then if that was if if you had an amazing experience with them, they had an amazing experience with you, then they can provide a testimonial to you. Maybe they'll show you conversion metrics um, that you generated on their behalf, etc. Gifted collaborations don't really have that same effect. Like there's really no difference between that and just using a product organically and sharing it because you love it, except now in a gifted collaboration, you just signed off all the rights to your personal brand and your content. So like there's like a lose-lose with the gifted collaboration, whereas like if you took that same product, went and bought it at Sephora, tested it out yourself or whatever. I don't know why I said Sephora. I think because I had merit on my mind. But you bought that product at like whatever store it's sold at, you used it and shared it organically in a, in a TikTok or a reel or wherever. And then, you know, turned out, turns out people loved it so much and it performed so well that people went and, and, and bought it on their own. And you just sold like 10,000 units of that product on behalf of the brand completely organically. Like that could be argued as a gifted collaboration too. Well, not really because you went and bought something, but like that, it's literally the same thing. It's literally the exact same process, except now because you created something organically and let's say it performed really well, a brand comes to you and they're like, oh my God, this performed so well. So many people came from your TikTok to buy this product. That's so crazy. Uh, Thank you so much. Like we would love to work with you. And then you can command more money because you've already proven that you can convert for them organically and you're being respectful to your personal brand and you're being respectful to the hard work that you're putting in to create this content. So like the resume building thing is some, I don't understand this craze and obsession over like building your resume as if people really care that much. Also, I will have to say that as somebody who has worked inside brands, 
um, it can be very evident which brands you have accepted gifted partnerships for. One, because according to the FTC, you do have to disclose which were gifts, like that is mandatory. Um, you do have to disclose that. And also, if there's like a disconnect between your personal brand and the brand that you worked with, almost always I can gather that that's probably a gifted collaboration. Um, if there's kind of like some sort of, and this is, again, some creators don't tag gifted, even though that's a legal requirement. So usually we can tell immediately from that point, but if that's not tagged and the video format feels like an ad, like there are other telltale signs that are evident that this was probably a gifted collaboration. And in that situation, it makes a brand think, oh, they accept gifted collaborations? Yeah, let's just do that. They don't even consider paying you because they just figured out without having to ask you that, you know, you decided to feature gifted collaborations in your media kit. So now to a brand that's like, oh, that person's accepting, you know, gifts with an obligation to post. So actually it backfires if you decide to put that on your resume. (laughs) Please don't do that, okay? If you want to create like a relationship with a brand and have them pay you, just create organic content with them. And that's a lot easier to do if you already like the brand. If you already like Abercrombie and you already wear them and you're a fashion influencer, I'm using a client example, and you're a fashion influencer who is catering to mid-sized women and you think Abercrombie's jeans are amazing for mid-sized women, then you're probably going to be more likely to share that content organically. Tag Abercrombie. When people ask you where those things are from, continue to tag Abercrombie. And that way you get kind of like, you get on their radar, you're able to build a relationship with them, you can send over some metrics of your videos that you've organically created for them as proof to why they should invest in working with you. So I think the gifted collaboration can be skipped entirely. Like there's really no point for it. Like the free product really isn't worth it (laughs) for all that you're giving away. So there's no need to build, you can build your resume with organic content. You, there's no, no need to do so with gifted collaborations and be walked all over like a welcome mat. Be respectful to your personal brand. And that starts, that starts with understanding that this is a really big asset for you and you can't just be giving away access to your likeness and your credibility left and right. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.